This ongoing culture of citta, motivation of citta, mm. one of the themes is gladdening, gladdening the citta, gladdening the heart, gladdening the mind. One of the initial instructions is to gladden by reflection on uh, one's ethical standards, the ones that one has carried out, and one's valuing of them, one's treasuring of them. And so when we gladden, this shines them, makes them shine. We may very well be keeping precepts, five precepts, eight precepts, as uh, just something we do. But uh, the training is to take these qualities, uh, reflect upon the energy they they contain, the the, uh, sensitivity, the, uh, you know, what happens if you really, at that moment you bring that to mind, non-harming, non straight speech, straight speech rather than crooked speech, mm. non abuse of others in any respect. You bring that to my why. What does it feel like? Why do you bother? We're not doing this from a position of just of, of righteousness, but because it's supposed to make you feel good <laughs> and be good for others, of course. This is a very kind of earthy, you know, a very pragmatic here and now benefit. But it does require turning over and, and bringing these qualities to mind and lingering in them and accessing the tones, the textures, the qualities of heart that are present. And this is it's considered to be the initial, where you begin, the culture. <laughs> you know, and such other qualities as generosity, you know, you begin the culture with this. And seeing what a treasure is there that one can bring around freedom from the stains of guilt or self-criticism. And remorse and brighten. Mm. This continues through through practice and uh, as we've seen um, the sense of the jitta enters samadhi when it is happy, when it is brightened, gladdened with, with ease and, and happiness, rapture. And it begins to encourage you to shed these um, habitual impulsive patterns or emotional patterns, sankharas, which are kind of restless impulses associated with hindrances. Um, you know, the heart just jumping out or getting sluggish or getting bitter. And clearing through that. So something beautiful is revealed. 
that which experiences these these blemishes and these impulses and these habits. Where does that land? Where is that? And in the teachings on mindfulness of breathing, it's quite explicit, this process through you know soothing the chitta sankara, soothing the heart qualities, soothing the emotional impulses, steadying, soothing them, calming them, you touch into that which experiences them, the chitta itself. Thoroughly sensing that. Thoroughly sensing that. And then, then, abhipomodayam, thoroughly gladdening, deeply gladdening chitta in its own qualities. uh, And steadying it, stabilizing it. So it doesn't drop back into old habits. And it's the process of gladdening that in a way, uh, what do I say, it, you know like when you dye any, any colours, you dye things, you put things in a dye bath and then you, you put a fixative in to make sure the colour locks in. Yeah. And this is like a fixative. <laughs> you know, it means that you've actually, the heart energies of, of actually begin to entrain, uh, become established as almost a form. Whereas the heart, not gladdened, can feel constricted, sore, depleted, uncertain, restricted in some way or another. heart that is gladdened is the great heart. And it's as if you change the shape through gladness from being something that's rather restricted or fluttering into something that's, that's bright and steady. And then the chitta begins to normalize into that, into that state, into that span. You come out of those patterns and emotions and habitual mind states, heart states that one calls myself into something greater. The one quality that is specifically associated with encouraging this is called mudita, the ability to appreciate value, enjoy, enjoy the good, enjoy the beautiful, notice that it is there. So when we cultivate this, we might begin appreciating perhaps what good fortune to have found a situation and a teaching that you can access that brings you benefit and that takes you towards truth and true refuge in the sense of 
appreciation of that, you bring that in. When you have an opportunity specifically now, and this very country, you have all the Buddhist traditions, all of them, in one country, all the teachings, all written down, all available, all recorded, places you can practice it in. You know, sure there's the horrors going on, and yet we turn to this and think, this has never happened before. There's been all these accumulations of teachings and transmissions and teachers available for, you know, not just for mystics, hermits living in mountains, or actually for, you know, for you. And maybe you haven't understood it all, or got it all, but at least you, wow. You know, that this should be at all. There's a Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, and it's not just ideas, it's, it's alive. And you can touch into it. And you can always touch something in it. You can't get all of it, you can get something. reflect on that. This is great gain. This is beautiful. And conditions in our life have allowed us, our friends, relationships, domestic situation, whatever has allowed us to take this time to be in a center established through the hard work, endeavors, dreams, visions, donations, you know, of those who've come before us, who are still living, many of them are still alive. And just Anamodana didn't have to do this at all. That offering, 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 offering. And take in that, you know, the gladness of that, appreciation of that.
the hallmark of all of it is about nobility. People just do things because they're beautiful and offer them. And you don't have to say thank you. (laughs) Just receive it, make use of it. That's true nobility. And to be aware this whole transmission of thousands of years comes through that nobility of heart. As you acknowledge that, in a sense, yes, I want to do that. So, Mudita, you want to strengthens and brightens, brings out the best in us. It's the encouragement that keeps us motivated more than just, you know, kind of a dogged effort measuring how many hours you sit, how many hours you walk, what state you're at. No, this is understandable, but it's not. It's a bit pedestrian, really. (laughs) We say, you know, you are just literally amazed at the grace of the occasion and you find yourself rising up because of that and making that heart quality so you you don't you extend that heart quality into your practice and um, in the places where you could get casual no you don't get casual in the places where you could give up you don't give up and you look to extend because it brings out the best in you this is uh, resting on that quality of gladness, appreciation. That's the energy that lifts and moves us, keeps us richly alive for our practice. And you can make that quite specific into actions you've noticed today from other people who you've seen their their endeavours. You're in a field of beings who are committed, making that effort. So this sense of the... making quite specific and actual this quality, appreciation, the beautiful, and you're part of it. <laughs>